the city air I like to drink of it. The more I know New York, the more I think of it. I like the sight and the sound and even the stink of it. I happen to like New York. I like to go to Battery Park and watch those liners booming in. I often ask myself, why should it be? They should come so far from across the sea. I suppose it's because they all agree with me. They happen to like New York on Sunday afternoon. I took a trip across to Hackensack, but when I gave Hackensack the one sober, I took the next train back. I happen to like this bird. I happen to like this town. And when I have to give the world my last farewell and the undertaker starts to ring my funeral bell, I don't want to go to heaven, don't want to go to hell. I happen to like New York. I happen to love New York. Well, we're here in the Bellevue Lounge, one of our favorite lounges here at Disney World. The Bellevue Lounge, located in the fabulous Boardwalk Resort. Fabulous. Fab. <laughs> it's good to see everybody again. It's good to see you guys again. It's good to have a cold drink in our hands. Tonight at the Bellevue Lounge, we're relaxing, enjoying the sights of the Boardwalk, enjoying Epcot. We started thinking, and I think you we guys, we were talking about how much we enjoy the background music here at the Boardwalk. It's got that old-timey feel. It's got that classic kind of New York jazz music. I know it really takes you back, and it's and the background music is so important because it really sets the, the mood and the tone for the resort. So we got to talking, and we got to thinking about what's your favorite background music in any anywhere in Disney World, whether it's one of the lands or one of the resorts. What what really sets the mood for you? What's your favorite? Can you lead us off? Can I lead us off? Yeah. Um, of course, yeah. I love the music at the Boardwalk a lot, but I think my favorite is the Wilderness Lodge. That music, it hits you just as you see, you know, that immensity of the lobby. And it really takes you away. The music there, it's, it's really evocative of that, you know, the splendor of the great American outdoors. It utilizes the old classic westerns and grand American epic scores of the old days. There are tracks there from movies like Dances with Wolves, The Big Country, How the West Was Won, Duel in the Sun. I mean, these are classic pieces of music. These are classic, majestic, orchestral pieces that have stirring, emotional, memorable tunes that they really set the mood. And, and oddly enough, they give you this tranquil feeling and this feeling of excitement both at the same time. I want to ride my trusty steed across the big sky country and also just curl up for a nap by the fire. It's just a great mix of emotions. Uh, in fact, I created a Spotify playlist for this very background music loop. I use it when I'm running outdoors, when I'm working, when I want to just curl up 
by the fire. It, it just works. It works in those situations. It has this quality, this, um, what's the word? This, it's sweeping. It's, it's sweeping. It sweeps you away. You instantly kind of get caught up in this music. And that's really all that you can ask for in the background music. It kind of puts you in that place that you're in for this, this grand escape. I don't know. I just, that, that one's my favorite. Um, my second favorite would be the Polynesian. Their background music is, it's awesome. They've turned me on to a lot of, uh, I find myself listening to a lot of like uh, obscure Hawaiian musicians now because of that. The ukulele is your favorite instrument now? Um, I think the ukulele has always been my favorite instrument. <laughs> Tommy, are, are, is your Spotify list and your other Spotify lists, are they, are they public? Yes. So why don't you, for, for any of our listeners that maybe would like to uh, get on some of those lists and, and hear what you're talking about, plug, plug your list. What are they called? How do they find you Good on Spotify? Uh, I believe it's called the Wilderness Lodge playlist and the uh, Polynesian playlist. I have to look it up. They have to find your username, right? Disney's Wilderness Lodge playlist, Disney's Polynesian Village playlist. And I have an Adventureland playlist. No, I think they can just search for the playlist. What about you guys? We'll get your, we'll get your motor running. Can I, can I ask um, you two? Because I think we both enjoy, uh, enjoy music more than maybe more than uh, the average bear. I don't know. Do, do you listen to music other than Disney now? Do you find yourself that pound for pound, dollar for dollar? You, t- you you now listen to more Disney-related music than others, or is it 50-50? Can you put a number to it? Just curious. I kind of go through phases myself where uh, I may listen to nothing but Disney music for like a few to even several days, and then, you know, I kind of have to... And maybe all music is that way with me where I go through phases with it, but... I do find myself listening to a lot of Disney music, um, and and sometimes it's even just all of the songs from the movies, you know, Spotify playlists that have all the classic Disney songs. Other times I will listen to some of Tommy's playlists. They are good playlists. And then sometimes I do find that I develop an interest in non-Disney music, but it's kind of based on Disney music. So I'll give another quick plug here. For anyone that's on uh, Sirius XM, the station 40s Junction, it plays nothing but 40s jazz. And uh, I love jazz to begin with, but listening to like a lot of the, the old jazz that's in some of the, the Disney playlists and that sort of thing uh, kind of turned me on to listening to some of that older stuff. And so like the 40s Junction station, I listen to quite a bit and I find that it reminds me of Disney. And sometimes you do hear Disney music on there, like that that Glenn Miller song that I sent you guys last week that I, I heard that on 40s Junction by coincidence. So when it does kind of influence me a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What, what about you, Jason? You listen to Disney music at all? I, I ask that just I, I don't think I, I do well I have a I, if I do it would be really just kind of the classic um, from the films I would say you know kind of Snow White to Peter Pan kind of kind of stuff but that's it's not I'm just I'm not just like driving in my car listening to it necessarily but to answer the original question the fact that we're here at, at the boardwalk is uh, is probably serendipitous since that would probably be 
my kind of favorite background music. And to your point, it's it's kind of that big band. It's you know prohibition era jazz and up to and including the 40s. And to me, I think it's the opposite, where that reminds me of maybe other areas I've enjoyed traveling, whether it's you know being in New York in wintertime or something like that. And so if I'm here, I'm thinking of other great vacations. And then maybe if I'm up there in New York and I'm here in jazz, you know, it may transport me back to to the boardwalk or, or maybe, you know, even kind of other parts of the park that'll play that. And so I think it's a two-way street, you know, just great memories kind of swirling around, kind of bouncing off each other. So I, I do have a really special place in my heart for, for that type of music. And so being able to kind of to be here in that recreation of that time is uh, is probably my choice. I would say the, the Polynesian is probably up there as well, just because it's so relaxing. This this would be this would be my number one old old time jazz and all the all the great memories for some reason it evokes in my mind. Yeah, and like when you're at the boardwalk, you basically feel like with the music and the setting, kind of feel like you're in a Woody Allen movie. Yeah, for, and that goes back to I think the romanticized versions of New York or Coney black Island. and white, yeah, whatever have you. Uh, again, like not necessarily old time Main Street USA, but for me that is grown up there and so that has a really special place in my heart and it's not Disney exclusive but now there, there's a certain part of it that is tied to Disney and, and I really appreciate that. Michael where, where do you fall? Where's your favorite background music? I'm similar to you guys and I have a just a quick side note because you're talking about the music at Boardwalk and this is something Tommy you and I have talked about a little bit but it's true that the music at Boardwalk fits in so great with the, the theming of this resort and it really adds to it. And I wish they would do the same thing at the beach club. I feel like the beach club background music for me does not really fit all that well with the resort because it's kind of more of like a smooth jazz, uh, which is fine. But I kind of like, I think is the it, beach- Is it fun? <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> Sorry, but, go ahead. Um, I wish the beach club would do more of kind of like Disney's spin on like surfer music and beach music and maybe even like some calming beach music and just do a mixture that way just like they do with Boardwalk. My favorite too, kind of same with with what y'all are saying, the Polynesian is is my favorite. I think when you're going to mention favorites of anything at Disney World, Polynesian is pretty much going to be on that list regardless of whether it's resorts food music uh, whatever the case is i love that resort a lot but the music there i love i could listen to it just sit in the lobby and listen to the music and and relax that really does a lot for me probably the other favorite in terms of being in the resort and enjoying background music i like a lot of the music that you'll hear kind of walking around Epcot specifically I, I think back to like when we were at the uh, Festival of the Arts or at the Food and Wine Festival some of the music that you'll hear uh, just walking around is really good sometimes you'll hear different versions of of songs that were on Disney soundtracks like I remember last time I was there uh, I heard a different version of La Vie en Rose the Louis Armstrong song that was in Wally. Uh, which is a great song, great, great old song, but it was a different version of it that was, you know, kind of quote-unquote Disney-fied. Just hearing different versions of music that you hear in the movies is really cool to me, and so 
walking around in the parks, uh, you, you kind of get to pick up on a lot of that. And so I, I enjoy that. The other one that's another favorite of mine is the music that you'll hear walking around in Adventureland. Uh, such a great mix of different music, pulling in some of the old jazz along with, uh, you know, adventurous safari type music and that sort of thing. So, and, and even some Polynesian style music in there as well. So a really nice mix of, of background music walking around Adventureland. Yeah, I really like when they do those different arrangements of Disney songs, like classic Disney songs, and they'll do a different arrangement, whether it's like a country arrangement or jazz arrangement. I know um, there's an area in Animal Kingdom, the restaurant, the Pizza Fari restaurant in that area. It, they play all classic Disney music, but with this, uh, with a different arrangement. It's kind of like a, like an unplugged version, like a guitar, just like a single guitar playing all these different songs. It's, it's pretty cool. Oh, you know, you know, it just came to mind. Uh, last time we were all there together, uh, we went there um, because it, again, I'm, if the theming's right, the wallpaper or the lighting and everything, and then the music hits you, then that really is key. I think the Carthay Circle restaurant has a pretty good mixture kind of like to your point classic tunes with session players maybe doing them um and, and obviously fits it fits the mood and you have an old-time cocktail while you're hearing that that that's a really good another example i think of the kind of the the jazz kind of vibe going on so yeah, yeah those are awesome you know we're all such you know maybe you two even so more than me you know um kind of music fiends I guess it's kind of weird saying we're music lovers because, I mean, who really doesn't love music? But, uh, you know, you guys are both... What's the word I'm looking for? Players of music? What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Musicians? Like, like, Musicians, thank yeah. you. Oh, can't use that, you that like, out. Yeah, you know, I'll definitely that out. <laughs> what's that word where you play music? <laughs> like, not songs, but like with an instrument that produces sound? <laughs> like, no, 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 you don't get it. I mean, were you actually like make sounds come out of the <laughs> instrument because of, of of playing it yeah well i'm like i'm one of the people and, and obviously disney knows i mean disney down down to the sense of of the of the hotels right the, the, of the theming they, they get it right and the music is going to be right up there but i get so annoyed if i go to someone's house for a party or a dinner engagement and there's no music in the background it just kills me it's like <laughs> you did all this work invited us over and then you just blew it by not having any music and so i think really that's for me the biggest part of the theming sometimes is what's that ambient music in the background because if anytime we do anything i think i always have a soundtrack in my head if there's not one so i'm creating it on the fly in my head if i'm you know working or doing something outside or maybe going on a hike or it doesn't matter what it is so all the better if a curator of the Disney park has kind of done that for you to match the experience. It's just awesome. So I, I, I have a hard time when people don't do that. And obviously Disney kills it every time. And you can really contrast that too. Like Michael was saying earlier about the beach club, when they get the music wrong and how it just like pulls you out of it and makes you feel like, so it just, cause I guess we're all so finely attuned to what the music is around us that it just it sticks out like a thor sore thumb when it's just really really bad music uh like beach club when we were in uh california adventure this last time for the food and wine festival and they changed the music to the, like the background music to the park do you remember that michael yeah i do uh-huh. and it was like it was <laughs> i've been trying to forget so awful the music 
it was it was I don't even know how to describe the mix, but they had like pop like current like teeny bopper pop songs, smooth jazz. They had just a weird you know mix of of music, and it just pulled you out of everything. I don't know how how would you describe it? It, it kind of felt like it was almost like they just had like a local California radio station on that's like a mix like popular mix of pop songs and they were playing it it was pretty bad and I remember specifically like when you were at the intersection of where you could either go go left into cars land or keep going straight to head towards the pier it was like right at that intersection the music would instantly change depending on which direction you went which was kind of strange it was just odd because you'd be hearing this pop music blaring real loudly and then you'd turn left to go down to cars land and then you hear johnny cash you know so it was, oh, it was remember, like really strange. i remember why it was so egregious too is because when you turned right there and you got towards paradise pier you could still hear that music right like what are you doing like this yeah. this music doesn't fit in paradise pier exactly. it's like just ruining the whole the whole thing everything I have one follow-up question for you guys. What's your favorite Disney song to sing along to? Or or maybe it should be phrased, what's the what are one or more of the Disney songs that as soon as you hear it you have to sing along? Any any of them? I, I would say I, they're just gonna be boring because they're they're the usual suspects probably. So, you know All the songs from Home on the Range, right? Right. But the uh, thing about it is, any, though, I mean, even if it, even if they're boring choices, anything you know, from I, Mulan, you don't. <laughs> you, hey, I, I like those songs from Mulan. You know, just yeah, the clap, I like the a clap, lot. The stalwarts, <laughs> anything from. Obviously, I, I, I follow. You know what Mona does closely. I'm just no, I don't even know if their song. I haven't even watched that movie. So you mean Moana? <laughs> you said yeah. It. yeah, exactly. Mona. Um, Mona. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you how boring my choices would be. Because again, it's anything pre an old Jewish lady living in Hawaii. Anything pre uh, and including Peter Pan would I could probably uh, sing along to. But after that, they just kind of lose me. So that's the thing. I mean, you may say they're boring choices, but the thing about it is like, I mean, you don't just start singing along to songs in front of anybody. It's usually like when you're alone, like in the car or something, and a song comes on and. And you start singing along to it. So, even though it's boring choices, I mean, it's still very telling what what songs would actually prompt you to like have to sing. I, I like "Seize the Day" from Newsies. That's that's one of the ones I was going to mention. Was "Seize the Day." Like I have to sing to that song if I hear it. Uh, that's a that's really funny. Good one. I didn't know that. That's cool. That's, yeah, that's cool. love that song. Once what, upon what a dream, guys, Tommy. I like "Go the Distance" from Hercules. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I'll wait over here. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just joking. I, I don't know that one either. Isn't it called Go the Distance? I think so. Or am I thinking of Beck? I get Beck and Hercules confused. <laughs> wait, wasn't that a cake song? Don't we all? Cake, don't we cake, all? Not Beck. <laughs> cake. I, obviously, I'm getting everybody confused. So. Four letters, one syllable. What's that? <laughs> Rush. <laughs> so yeah, I, Go the Distance. Go the Distance, Hercules. Anyway, those are those are my two. I have a handful of songs that I have to sing along to. One of them being, like we mentioned, "Seize the Day" from Newsies. Probably my guilty pleasure. I have to sing along to "A Whole New World" from Aladdin. 
And I sing both parts in that song. <laughs> I ask you that. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, here's one that might surprise you, but I love this song, and I try to sing along to it, but I, you know. I already know what you're going to say. I can gonna never say. do it, but <laughs> what? Fall Out Boy. I wasn't going to say that, but I love that song, <laughs> Fall Out Boy from Big Hero 6. It's a great song. I thought you were going to talk about the Owl City one from... Uh, That's a good Rick one, too. That's a good one, too. <laughs> The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Out There. Oh, yeah. That's great, a good one. great song. Great vocal in that song. Um, and then the other one that, uh, well, I mean, I have several of them that I like to sing along to, but those, and then the other one is uh, Toy Story 3, Randy Newman, We Belong Together. Oh, You're hitting song. all the right notes, Michael. Yeah. Good stuff. Those are my, my songs that if those come on, I'm, I'm singing. I almost mentioned We Belong Together. Man, those are all good choices. I'm not singing well to any of them, but I think that's the whole point. That's the whole point of singing alone in the car. It doesn't matter if it's good or not. JJ, what are the ones you sing to? I heard Once Upon a Dream. Yeah, Once Upon a Dream. Probably Someday My Prince Will Come. (laughs) 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 I'm probably humming along more 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 than singing. But, yeah, I mean, there's just stuff like that. So. You know what I used to sing to my kids a lot? I would sing to my kids when they were little, uh, second start of the right, all the time. Like, when they were going to bed. Yeah. So let me one. phrase it that way, Jason. What are you singing to your little your little guy when he gets older? Probably When You Wish Upon a Star. That's a good one. That's a good one. And, and, I, and I have, I think you gave me it. I had a couple of kind of vintage Disney records, but I think you bought me the record store day one of the Disney classics and that one's got all some some great ones in so we have a record player in his room and so he's hearing those kind of continuously every day so hopefully they'll be ingrained in his head by the time he gets older (laughs) whether he likes it or not (laughs) so this is it kind of this kind of dovetails into another topic we were we were uh yeah I'll have I'll have another I'll have another I appreciate it thanks another drink um neat please yeah, scotch, scotch, water. Thank you very much. We talked about th- the kind of happy places uh, that you can identify. So let's just, for, for whatever reason, you have your own stuff going on when you enter in, into the park. You know, the outside world is bringing you down for whatever reason. So you're entering the park and you say, you know what, to get to turn the mood around, to get to my happy place, I'm going to go to this attraction or whatever it is first and I know that that automatically is going to kind of turn whatever's going on around and uh, and get me get me right so I'll put that out there you don't have to give me a, a number of options maybe it's just one but maybe Michael you know if you had to pick one kind of as a mood enhancer it doesn't necessarily have to be like that's I'm what I'm saying down turn <laughs> okay. <it> around okay. <laughs> but it could be it could be like what are your three happiest places in the happy place? I'm going to answer it with the former, but you can answer it the latter. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> However you want to frame it, it's fine. <laughs> I, for me, uh, and this is going to come as no surprise given what I said a, a few minutes ago, but just walking up to the Polynesian and walking through those front doors, that does it for me. And I remember on two separate occasions where my mood was instantly enhanced by going through the entrance of Polynesian and just hearing the music and going into the lobby 
Uh, one was a few years back, Tommy, you and I flew out there and we decided to go to Universal for a little while first. We spent a little bit of time in Universal and it was just kind of like, yeah, this is cool. It's kind of fun, but let's go ahead and get to Disney. And I just remember we pulled up to the Polynesian and as soon as we were walking in the front, I was like, man, I'm, I'm home now. This, this just, it just totally lifts my spirits to go into that. And, and another time was another, another occasion where I was meeting Tommy there and, and you were already out there and I was taking a later flight out there and it had been a pretty hectic day. I was on the run all day long and got on the flight and finally got out there and I had a car take me there and I arrived like at nighttime. And as soon as I got out of the car and walked up to the entrance of the Polynesian, it was like, man, this was everything. It was just totally worth it. I'm totally happy now. And that that's probably the number one for me is, is just going into the Polynesian, hanging out in the lobby, or if I'm staying somewhere else and I can take the monorail over to Polynesian and hang out for a while, I would say that's that's really the big one for me. Can I ask you something about the uh, Polynesian? Yeah. Was it happier when the water feature was there? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I like it the way it is now. It's The lobby probably is not as amazing as like Grand California or a Wilderness Lodge or one of those that have a truly, you know, really, really nice lobby. Um, Grand Floridian, all the really amazing lobbies you think of. But Polynesian is just a place where I just want to relax. And even if I can just get one of those little couches in the lobby and and have a have a drink or have a snack and just kind of sit there for a while and and, and relax. That's that's a happy place for me. I, I love doing that. All right, mine are um, you know incidentally enough you know kind of why we were talking about music too. A lot of mine kind of factor around the music that's involved. And my three, my top three. It's hard for me to pick one. Um, the first one I'll mention is I love sitting in the Grand Floridian lobby when the the little orchestra is playing up on the second level, and just sitting in the lobby and listening to the orchestra play. Uh, you know, obviously it's a beautiful grand surroundings, but uh, that orchestra I mean, they're you know really good musicians. They're playing great classic songs, and it's just the culmination of that that space and that music. To me, it just it. It does it for me. I think they're called the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. The other one is the Disneyland Hotel. Walking around the grounds outside of the Disneyland Hotel. Um, what's funny about it is that I mean, the hotel, the outside of the like the buildings of the hotel itself. There's nothing especially great about them. They're just kind of big box buildings. But for some reason. Uh, the grounds around them, the you know the lush vegetation, Trader Sam's, Tangaroa Terrace, the pool with the monorail slides, and there's probably some you know uh, mystic allure for me of the nostalgia that this was Walt's hotel and he created it. But for some reason, walking around those grounds just instills me with uh, this happiness, and I find that whenever I step foot there and walking around there my mood is instantly 
you know, perfect. And it kind of sets the stage for me for everything that comes uh, after that. And then uh, my third one is like Michael, the Polynesian. Just, you know, I preferred the previous lobby, but even with the the change, the, the downgrade in lobby, walking through that entryway, going over that little bridge, in, it's kind of a perfect buildup to walking into the lobby. And I like that it's it all kind of feels smaller, more of like the era that it was built basically, you know, in the 70s. And it kind of still has that retro 70s vibe. They've retained a lot of the colors that they had there. And then of course, the music that they're playing throughout the resort, it's pure magic, pure magic. Man, I love all three of those. That's awesome. You have Disneyland Hotel. That that I agree with walking around the grounds there is uh is pretty amazing and uh Trader Sam's being in Trader Sam's that would that would be another one probably for me is that Trader Sam's at Disneyland especially uh hanging out in there. It's always a lot more crowded than you wish it was, but that's one of my dreams is like if you could have Trader Sam's like with just a few people in there where there's it's not so crowded that's that's another happy place for me we'll tell you what we'll rent it out next time with the proceeds from this podcast (laughs) and on Polynesian one thing I would add to that too is walking around like behind it walking outside between the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian when you you walk outside and by the docks there and all the boats are or the boats are going back and forth and and you hear some of the music from the Polynesian still you're walking the grounds and then you kind of walk over towards the Grand Floridian that's that's a nice area to walk through also yeah yeah you guys hey, touch hey, what gets your what gets your motor running yeah you know like I said if I want a mood enhancer I would Trader Sam's obviously would be great I I, I actually prefer the florida version i I love to me it's i love how nondescript it is it's like finding a bar in the back of an alley like no one you know what i mean it's like there's not a big sign oh you got kind of have to know about it it has that feeling and especially now that especially when we had that chance to kind of watch the fireworks from the from the from the deck um that was that was really great um so probably trader sam's would be one I, i totally agree in terms of when I thought about this question, the two other options that I'm about to say are maybe interesting because one of them is what you said, just spaces between things. And I, I like enjoy the time it takes to get somewhere. So it's like walking between the hotels. And that's why, again, I prefer Disney World just because of the scope of it. There's so much more room. There's like nukes and crannies everywhere. There's trails, walkways that lead to different areas. And, so be, just be, just walking around between hotels or in the back of properties, I even enjoy just walking down hotel hallways. Sometimes it's just like relaxing. It's, that's really weird. But yeah. Um, so and it's so it's not even about the the destination in that in that sense. It's just about the journey of kind of taking it in. And I prefer it at night um, with the lights on and and kind of magical element that that adds to it. Um, so. Trader Sam's kind of the walkways between certain things. I think I think though if I was put in to Disney World and I needed an immediate like get me to here X Y or Z, I would take yeah take the monorail uh, from the Polynesian and that ride over to Magic Kingdom uh, is I think it. So it's actually the happiest place is the time between the Polynesian 
and the Magic Kingdom on the monorail because, and again at night, preferably, preferably late autumn, early December, possibly a hoodie is being worn <laughs> because that also would be helpful because you're just in your head, you're thinking about all the great stuff that's about to happen. And that to me is more fun sometimes than even doing it. That kind of anticipation, the buildup of that ride over, there's probably a soundtrack in my head that I'm creating. That to me is the happiest place, is that time that who knows what the possibilities, they're endless, who knows what you're gonna do, what fun you're gonna have, who you're gonna be with. So that to me is probably the happiest place. You know what's funny is none of us mentioned any places in, in actual parks. I know. That's I'm not, not, I'm not one surprised. of the great things about Disney. Yeah. As great as the parks are, a lot of times the places... Maybe that has to do with the fact that we're, we've all gotten a little bit older too because I'm sure a lot of young kids, you know, it's in the parks. But it just speaks to the fact of like what we've talked about before that there's just so much that Disney has to offer that's not in the parks. Yeah. Maybe we need to do one of those right now. I think maybe we need to go take a walk around the boardwalk. Just take a walk, yeah. Enjoy the lights. It's getting dusk is dusk is hitting, so the lights are going to be turning on, and the boardwalk will be buzzing. Yeah. Let's 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 knock these. Let's finish knocking these drinks down real quick, and then let's make our way out there. All right. Good talk. I like where your head's at. I'll see you out there. staying up late with the Disney crew. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Proud of you. Goofy's Candy Co.